Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Hello? Hello? Hi, Dawn. Yes, is Kevin? Yes, how are you today? I'm doing good, how are you? Good, and I hear your little baby as well. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Johnny is in the interview too. <laughs> That's all yeah. good. Well, hey, well, it's uh, awesome to speak with you again. We spoke right before your son was born um, about We oh. Are Alive. Yes. And uh, posted that on our website and uh, in conjunction with cool. the album release date. And then Wendy and yes. I were chatting about, you know, what would be a next discussion, and Lightning mm-hmm. uh, was the song she recommended, and uh, yeah. love the track. I feel like it's a, a pretty natural uh, next discussion to have, actually, after We Are Alive. Um, awesome. Because it very much kind of sets almost the tone uh, of this record, and really reflects, I think, a lot of the story you started sharing with me last time about kind of, you know, what you've gone through and transforming from a being signed to being independent and having to really trust God. And, you know, you really have been living that out, obviously. Uh, You now really know what it means to trust God as a mom. Uh, Yeah. And and I'd love to hear a little bit of the songwriting process and message of Lightning to you personally. Yeah, totally. Um, Lightning is a a really cool song to me personally. I think, um, you know, we communicate with our fans through Facebook, um, and they write us messages and stuff, and we've done that for well since we started. And we just get so many messages from young people who are hurting and really struggling, and a lot of them are really struggling with their identity and and um, and really feeling like you know they, that they have a purpose or that they have value. It's every day um, that we're talking about this kind of stuff. And so lightning really, um, I think, you know, there's a lot of um, you know, especially young people, but. All, of all ages, you know, throughout the world that just really feel kind of marginalized and they feel alone and like an outcast. And so this song is really um, the cry of my heart for them to know that they have so much value and mm. um, and so much power, all because of who God made them, not because they fit in or that they, you know, they meet everybody else's expectations or they are cool or whatever it is that the circles around them are telling them that they need to be, but that, you know, God has created them um, incredible already and they have I want them to realize it's not just that they're good enough but that they are powerful and that they can make a difference because mm-hmm. I feel like we spend so much time um you know worrying about trying to be cool or trying to be good enough or trying to you know meet expectations 
that we just run around all the time. And the, the, I think the great tragedy of low self-esteem and low self-worth is not that we feel so bad, but that also the whole world suffers because um, we, we don't use the power that God's given us to, to reach out and love others as well. Mm, for sure. Well, um, thank you for that empowering message. I, I'm pretty sure I shared with you last time we talked about having um, three daughters, and um, my oldest is 15, Natalie, and then my middle girl, Cassandra, is 11, and my youngest, Bethany, is about to turn nine on Monday. And one of the one of the messages I want to pass on to them is their heavenly father, you know, reflecting their earthly father, uh, as their earthly father reflecting their heavenly father, mm-hmm. is is this idea of um, that the same power that rose Christ from the dead um, lives in each of them. And I feel like that's a little bit of what you're saying with this song. um, Totally. As a message and as a Bible verse. So, yeah, uh, I've gotten to write about that passage from kind of more from from like the Easter angle, I would say. Um, Uh You know, kind of thinking about it, you know, relative to Christ's resurrection. But I feel like in this case, you know, it's applying in more of a life application way, um, which is which is really how how is, how are you allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to to live in you? And I think I think that is a great devotional message, and I'd love to connect it to this song. And I I would love to hear from you personally. Have you had any? Um, uh, experience personally with that whole self-doubt and uh, needing to feel empowered and, and does this song in some ways you know speak to you as well uh, definitely um, absolutely I you know I grew up um, well I had a little brother that passed away when I was young and it was really hard for my family and um, I was just a little girl I was seven years old and um, I didn't know how to translate it for myself, you know, what was happening. You know, obviously my parents were devastated and the whole family was so sad. And I kind of took it upon myself to try to make everybody happy, you know. I think it. I think maybe I just wanted to be happy and I wanted, you know, my home to be happy. So I would always try to make everybody happy. And um, as a seven-year-old, you know, that was probably, you know, singing and dancing and things like that. But as I grew, old, grew older, it translated into like kind of be, becoming a people pleaser. And maybe even a doormat, you know, well, what would make you happy? Okay, that's what I'll do, you know. And I always thought, and then when I, later in life, when I became a Christian, you know, a lot of my weaknesses played into religion, into having me feel like, you know, well, in order to be a good person, you have to, you know, make everybody happy, you know, you have to be kind. I always thought I was being kind by giving everybody what they wanted. And, <laughs> and um, but at the end of that journey, it led me to a lot of emptiness and made me to realize, you know, well, I, I refer to that old me as doormat Dawn. And, um, mm. and, but the thing was, because I had become a doormat and I just let everybody walk all over me, you know, I was, in, I, you know, I invited people to take advantage of me. I, you know, I, I wasn't myself. It was kind of like the real me was sitting at the bottom of the swimming pool, looking up through the murky water at the, you know, at the other me that was living my life for me. And, I became a slave to my fear, you know, fear of upsetting people and fear of con- of, of um of um conflict. And so because I had done that, you know, I had become so weak. I was such a weak person. I couldn't help anybody really, you know, because I didn't believe in myself, you know, and I I couldn't empower people to be stronger and be their best selves because I wasn't me. And so 
this song I think really, um, you know, I haven't thought about it in a long time. I didn't think about I was really thinking of others when I wrote this song, but I guess I guess every song ends up coming from your own experience as well, no matter what you try to write it about. But um, yeah. um, you know, truly, you know, it is it took it took me becoming to realize my true, you know, my true value and who I was in Christ, literally, who God made me to be in order for me to, to transform and become an empowering person. And so I think I had to find the lightning inside myself. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing, because I think that's where, you know, the difference for me um, between a song for the general market, which may have a personal life application, and generally maybe it's a love song or something or a love sick song, um, mm-hmm. and a song for the faith-based market. And I think I shared with you that my testimony is uh, Jarth Clay's first album, Crossing Over, is how I heard the gospel for the first time. And, mm-hmm. and that is actually what led me to open a Bible for the first time and to actually understand the difference between sort of the all roads lead to heaven or I can mm-hmm. be good enough to earn my salvation yeah. or mm-hmm. putting a lot of stock in my own pride in myself and in my own abilities mm-hmm. and not stepping into Christ's ability and recognizing he already did it for me. Um, and really what a song like this does is uh, I think empowers people who are struggling with identity, struggling with uh, all of those mm-hmm. things we just talked about, maybe depression, uh, fear, people-pleasing, performance, you know, you name mm-hmm. you name the hindrance, and and really the song is empowering people to release, uh, be released from those things. And I love how yeah. even some of the lines like "Be a supernova and explode," and mm-hmm. "You're born to light it up with your electric love," and you know, and these are, and and actually, really, I think you hit a key theme. Now is the time. Don't be afraid. Show the world to show the world you can be brave, and. Um, and I feel like that's a that's a theme for the believer. That's a theme for anybody who's feeling marginalized. Um, and as you said, it's actually a, a life application for you. So I guess in closing, I wanted to read you a couple of the verses. I'm going to connect with the song and then see if you had any reaction or thoughts about them, you know, as a life application, biblical application. Sure. So the one I already okay. mentioned, which is Romans 8, 11, which is if the spirit of the one – who resurrected Jesus from the dead lives inside of you, then you can be sure that he who raised him will cast the light of life into your mortal bodies through the life-giving power of the spirit residing in you. And that's a newer translation. That's from The Voice, and I just love mm. that translation. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And, and I feel like it totally, totally fits your song. And, uh, and then in John 1, 12, and 13, it says, but for all who did receive and trust in him, he gave them the right to be reborn as children of God. He bestowed this birthright, not by human power or initiative, but by God's will. And then the last one I put was 1 Corinthians 3, 7. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. And, and I think that's the key for like the people-pleaser, performance-based person, is recognizing that I can't really accomplish any of this on my own. But if I allow God's power to flow through me, like lightning, um, you know, anything is possible. And I think that could be another verse I could put about, I can move mountains, basically, with that. And, uh, yeah, so was there anything relative to any of those passages you thought would be cool to have a sort of a takeaway message for this 
song and album? Um, yeah, I mean, those are those are obviously all really great. Sorry, my baby is getting up. Um, obviously, all really awesome. Um, we we actually have been um been using the 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 um the verse Romans twelve two, oh, okay. which is um do not conform anymore, but be transformed. You know. I think, awesome. yeah, what what I hear a lot from your verses as well, it's the same theme as long as that, is that, um, you know, there's the message in the um, in the song that says you, you were never made to fit the mold, you know. Mm. So I think that the world is continually trying to fit us into their mold, and we're trying to, you know, to have enough money to be cool enough, to be rich enough, to be accepted, you know, all these things. But we need to break free from that, literally, you know, by being transformed. Um, by God, you know, and he is the one. And it is God's transformation that makes us lightning, you know, that makes us, that gives us that power. Because the power comes directly from him. And there is, without him, we have none, you know. But with him, we have everything. And that's the point mm. of the song. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, here's a cool translation of that. And by the way, it has the word mold in it, so you're going to love this. Uh, oh. So the same, that same voice translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, Oklahoma 12, 2 says, do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Uh, instead, be transformed mm-hmm. from the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. And I, I love that because I think go. that is, again, very empowering, but it's also a good reminder of you know, sort of being in the world, not of the world. Um, and And... <laughs> And breaking that mold, never, you know, not feeling like you're meant to fit a mold um, right. of the world, but recognize that, that the mold God has for you, he designed uh, personally for you uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to as opposed to thinking it's some kind of, because I think that's the one hindrance, right, of the gospel. This is my impression. I just spent time with my wife's brother uh, on a vacation, family vacation, Um and he's not a believer. And mm-hmm. it looks like one of the reasons he's he's resistant is he's against organized religion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the Pharisees. So is Jesus. He was against that, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'm but, against it, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so, by the way, it sounds like we're very like-minded. Uh, because <laughs> I, I want, for me and my family, it to be a biblical faith. You know, that's yeah. what I'm desiring. That's who I'm pursuing is is the God of the Bible, the God of my personal salvation. Um, I pray for you and your new son, you know, for that to be his salvation, you know, for for the Holy Spirit to grab him and to teach him uh, and to point him to the saving power of Jesus. Not for that to be a church Pointing, because then you're not mm-hmm. then you're not sure if it's a personal faith, you know. Then yeah. it could be just mm-hmm. well, my parents my parents believe this, so I guess I believe it too. Right. Well, you don't get saved through your parents, you know. You you just shared that experience. Um, mm-hmm. You had to have a personal awakening, right, of some kind. Yeah, definitely. I, I wasn't raised in the church, so <laughs> I didn't have the whole. Yeah. I definitely didn't take on my parents' religion. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, think, you know what? And neither was I. Um, I wasn't safe till I was in my mid twenties. So, so for me, when I hear records like all the ones you've made, you know what I mean? This one, probably this one the most so. And I think you and I chatted about that. That I feel like it's almost like you were given the freedom by being an independent artist to really express how you were feeling. Uh, and I feel like it oozes 
um, out of these songs. Like I'm actually hearing oh. you. <laughs> I'm actually just hearing <laughs> you for the first time. Um, and and so for me, that really connects with me, and it makes me want to write about multiple songs from your record. Oh, well, because I feel well like thank you so I, much. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, because it makes me feel like I'm really hearing the heart of the artist. And I think one of the things I shared with you uh, about my preference as a as a critic is I like to hear uh, authenticity. And and uh, I, I know Christianese when I hear it, and I know mm-hmm. sort of that whole that whole Nashville uh, buzzword uh, mm-hmm. approach. And yeah. and I know when I hear someone sort of insincerely singing about their chains and being broken from their chains and like passing over Jordan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, seriously, come on. Or or that they're drowning, you know, and all these kinds of things. Whereas what I feel yeah. you're doing is you're capturing sort of a, a vibrant, alive living faith, uh, in a you know, adding in a little bit more of that electronic vibe that we talked mm-hmm. about last time. It's but funny that still, you say that because yeah. we um like I've had, you know, like I said, we do, we communicate with our fans online. And I had one person write in and say, how come these songs aren't about God? <laughs> wow. And I was like, what? And so I kind of explained, I was like, well, you know, because they were listening for the word name Jesus, or they were listening for the name God, you know, and I was like, well, the songs are actually, a, a lot of them are written from God's perspective to us. A lot of them are written about us reaching out to others and about showing God's love to other people. And it was so fascinating because I realized that it's because the songs weren't written in Christianese, they weren't yeah. able to recognize the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, man. And, like, speaking back to religion, like what you were talking about earlier, um, I just heard a quote from Bono the other day, and it was, religion is what is left when the Holy Spirit has left the building. <laughs> and I oh, thought, man. what a great quote. <laughs> so I remembered it ever since then. But, um yeah, I think you're right. I think that, um, you know, we have so many messages coming to us, not just from the world, but also from organized religion, you know, and it's yeah. all these um, these guidelines and all these things, not just rules, but it's ways of behaving and ways of treating other people and ways of thinking that have no alignment with the Bible. <laughs> and, and so yeah. uh, I'm totally with you on that, um, to that respect. And I think that's what we wanted to do with these songs was, Talk about real life. Talk about real feelings, real emotions, and really embracing the fact that God is in every moment and every part and every, you know, he is the electricity that runs every life, you know. He's everywhere. He's not compartmentalized. He's an exciting and a living and a powerful God. And this is the God that will draw people to himself, you know. He just needs better PR. I think there's been a lot of bad PR on God's behalf throughout the century. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so well said, and thank you for for sharing that, and and thank you for using that opportunity to truly love that fan who who reached out. Oh, totally, out because, yes, I got to clean <laughs> a little bit better, and then and they're like, oh, cool, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, they never thought about it that way. That's awesome. <laughs> and no doubt, and and I think in a sad way, um, and this is this is almost very telling relative to that Romans twelve two verse. Um, that kind of response of how come you're not singing about God uh, is transforming to the patterns uh, or conforming to the to the patterns of the world because mm-hmm. in a lot of way the sort of pharisaical church religion organized religion is starting more and more to sort of imitate the world 
and mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to sort of be relevant and they're trying to um and that's really where Christianese ends up coming from, right? Because it becomes mm-hmm. it becomes sort of trite uh sound. Yeah. Can. Uh, it's very it's, yeah, it's a exactly. formula. That's it. And that's what religion yeah, it's, is. It's a formula. It's a formula to get to God. And yeah. and really all it is is a formula to, to feel like you are in control and to take away the power of <laughs> Jesus' sacrifice. <laughs> so it's it's actually anti God. But um yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's where the formula comes in because it's comfortable we want things that are comfortable that we can understand that we can achieve on our own power. And that is, you know, religion in itself. And that is, I think, Christianese because it feels comfortable. It's what, well, no, this is exactly how God is. And I know it, you know, and, you know, I believe, you know, like it puts God in a box, you know, God, you know, this is what I have to do to get to God. And if I don't do these things, and if you don't do these things, you know, all these different stuff, it's crazy, but you're so right. I think it all comes down to that formula. And that's what, like what you were saying, a lot of the Christianese music that you hear that gets produced, it's all it's all written according to that formula and it makes people feel comfortable and it doesn't challenge them and it doesn't um, make them take the church outside of the four walls. Well, amen. So thank you uh, for this opportunity for me to uh, to give God better marketing, as you say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, amen. Because in a lot of ways, that's what... Um, talking with like-minded believers. And, and just, you know, this is an interesting conversation I just had. Well, I've had four of these discussions in the last two days, so this has been a nice little yeah, funny. I've been on. Because um, I don't know if you know, but I write two of these every week, and I've been doing it for eight years. I'm up to 634 um, wow. of these song devotionals. And, um, and what I learn more and more and more, because, you know, I never talk to publicists or labels or management people about these things. Mm-hmm. I'm only talking to artists. So yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not having my perspective on why you make this art um, warped <laughs> by any of those things, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not having the the goal or end game be about marketing or sales or image uh, or Christianese or sound bites or canned information. I'm actually searching for authenticity and something real. Uh, to dig into and to be mm-hmm. um, something to guide me in my own walk and in my daughter's walks, as I said. So I want to be able to have your record, you know, be listened to by my 15-year-old daughter and have it empower her for the spiritual battles that she faces every day. Um, and and also, by the way, have it be something cool and relevant that she can share with her friends. So, yeah, totally. so you're kind of you're helping me hit the mark as a dad of a teenager. Um, and that means That's a lot awesome. to me. And That's great to hear. Thank you. It means a lot to me too. <laughs> yeah. And I'd love for her to meet you at some point. Cause I, I know yeah. you're walking the kind of walk I want her to walk. Um, yeah. And I don't want her to, I don't want her to conform to any Wonderful patterns. Compliment. I don't want her, and I don't want her to, um, you know, be tainted by church. I, I, I want her to yeah. have a, I want to have a real, vibrant, alive faith because I know what that can do for her. I know everything else can flow out of that. You know, like like the rest totally. of her struggles that she's dealing with personally as a woman, as a teenager, uh, feeling marginalized, feeling, um, you know, maybe like performance is such a big deal, uh, dealing with fear, anxiety, all of that mm-hmm. can go away if you have a, a real, vibrant, alive faith, a, a real 
personal faith right. in God yeah. as opposed to as opposed to a church only or, or organized religious right. faith. So, yeah. And that's yeah, why so, so many youth I think leave Christianity per se because they only ever really joined the club in the first place, you know. They didn't really you know, they never and it, and that was what was modeled to them, you know, was just the club. So I think it's um I think it is so important, you know, especially for our young people, for them to see, you know, that if you've, you know, if you've got God on the line, give him a call, talk to him about what's going on, you know, you'd be surprised what a huge difference that would make compared to what, you know, what you can achieve on your own and what other people will tell you. So thank you. That means a lot to me. That's, that is, you know, what you're describing is the goal that I set for myself in my life. And so I really appreciate you saying that. It's very kind. Oh, you're welcome. Well, as I mentioned, you know, if you're looking for a place to sing when you get back on the road, I don't yeah. know that'll be for you. Um, definitely yeah, keep us in mind. I know you and Wendy both know my email address uh, to reach out to me, and uh, I do book um, usually four uh, artists a year uh, for shows. Awesome. We'd love um, to come out. Absolutely. Yeah, and now that you're, you know, indie, I'm thinking you have a little more control of that type of thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely keep keep me in mind. We um, one of the things we're doing, and this might be a cool cool way for you to kind of hit the road and bring your little son along with you. Um, totally, yeah. Is third week of September, on a mm-hmm. Saturday, we're looking to do a um, block party. For our church is sponsoring it, but there'll be over a thousand people there. Um, awesome! And it's going to be at an outdoor like amphitheater, and cool. and it's for our community. So we we again don't want to be insulated. We don't want to be church. We want to actually take mm-hmm. church out into the community. Um, and totally. what we're doing is we're renting the uh, amphitheater of our local park, our community park. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah, looking we to have live music and food and basically like a little mini Christian festival. But we don't want it to be called a Christian festival. We just want it to be a community yeah. festival. I and I feel like a lot of your guys' music ministry would really fit that really well. Um, totally. Because well, that's we're kind of what be... we're looking for. Yeah, we're going to be on the Small Town America tour at that time. And I don't okay. know. I mean, I know they're still looking to book, and that would be basically, I mean, the tour, I think, has four acts on it or whatever. So, um, okay. anyhow, I don't know if you want to contact them and check it out. I know there's links on our website. You can contact Glenn um, or Keep It Loud Management. Yeah. And, um, and, um, and they'd be happy to give you that information. I'm not sure which dates are booked and which ones aren't, but, I mean, that would be like, instant festival basically <laughs> yeah it sounds like it would be for sure um who are the other who are the other artists on that uh tour um it's seven day slumber and sean uh-huh. Locke, and uh-huh. um i keep blanking out on the um the the other band oh gosh it's a color and some other words <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> but um oh, my, my, my post my baby brain I don't get a lot of sleep these days, and so a lot of things fall to the ground in my mind. But yeah, yeah. Totally. and um, it's uh, going to be pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Hold on, let's see here. Okay. What you got? What you got going on okay. here? Let me look at your dates and all that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Maddie. I will. Um, yeah, Small Town America. Oh, Scarlet White. There you go. Scarlet White. Scarlet White. Uh, thank you. Two colors. <laughs> uh, um, two colors. Yes. Good point. 
I got a good your flag in my brain on that one. North Carolina, Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. There you go. That's not too far from us. Well, hey, at the very worst, awesome. maybe I'll come meet you guys when you come to That'd Wilmington, Delaware. That'd be great. Delaware. Yeah, we'd love yeah. to. We'd love to meet you. Come on out. Uh, okay, so you said if I ask Glenn and Wendy, well, I can I can maybe yeah, get on should, that. Yeah, there might be even there might be booking information right there as well. But if not, then you can definitely send an email over to keep it loud, and they'll be able to direct you. Because we're yeah, not, it's not our agent booking the tour. It's an, it's the, it's the, um, it's a different agent booking the tour. So, gotcha. They're the, they're the ones who have to, they're the have to go between them, kind of thing. Yeah, you're, you're in and around my area, um, right around then. So, so you're in Wilmington, which is like an hour from me, and then you're in Carlisle, which is like an hour and a half from me, Pennsylvania. Um, so, so both of those dates. Cool. Uh, in early October, awesome. you're not too far from where we are. So we're sort of like north of Philly. Um, okay. Which would actually be a geography you don't quite have yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Just looking at your tour here, like you're sort of like mm-hmm. around us, but but it would be a little bit of a drive, you know, like more than 90 miles, because uh, that's mm-hmm. usually the radius they try for, um, for either yeah. one of those dates. So, yeah, cool. so maybe we could make something happen. But either way, yeah, that'd be awesome. I could see about coming to see you either in yeah, that'd be great. Delaware or Carlisle, um, and, and we could make something happen. So, awesome. very cool. Well, I'm glad we chatted good. about that. Right. And uh, totally. thank you for this discussion. I've actually already drafted out um, the, those Bible verses, including Romans 12, awesome. of course, uh, and, and uh, already some of my reactions to the song and album, and it kind of flows nicely out of our previous discussion about We Are Live. And, uh, yeah, since it's going for ads soon uh, for mm-hmm. CHR, right? Um, I believe so. That's my understanding. Yeah. Um, based on that, I will try to line this up with kind of when you're looking to get some airplay. That's so great. That we can, so we can kind of partner together on that. That would be great. And... Uh, yeah, and then feel free to reshare or share the We Are Alive discussion. I did send Wendy that link yeah, again totally. yesterday. Because we've rebranded also. Um, we are now new release today, uh, dot com as opposed to new release Tuesday.com. Okay. So the idea, idea behind that is, well, what happened is they changed their release dates from Tuesdays to Fridays. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's actually starting that's tomorrow. That's what they can get it. Uh-huh. Um, so we owned all of the days of the week domain names. We owned the release Friday, but rather oh. than be rather than be tied to a day of the week, right. we are, we're going to be more of like a, a daily news periodical. Um, oh, cool. So we're we're posting content daily, and we mm-hmm. read more like a USA Today dot com. We look more like a USA Today dot com, awesome. but we're new release Today dot com. And as you can imagine, we get seventy five percent of our traffic from Google searches, and we get yeah. a million visitors a month to our site, and awesome. uh, and a lot of people get there just literally searching for new releases. That's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So right. they, don't, they don't know we're about to give them the gospel um, mm-hmm. when they go there. And so what's right. awesome is it's, it really aligns with my testimony. Like they're just seeking out new music and yeah. maybe a new music video or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and we're getting to report about it, but then I'm getting to use that platform to then give them Bible verses and, and truth and life application. So, totally. so I've been I've been massively blessed because some of the traffic we've seen from some of my articles has been like off the charts. 
um, that's awesome. you know, like millions of views. And that's so and great. So it's just really a great way to point to God's truth, you know, Absolutely. using the medium using the medium of, of music, mm-hmm. which which is um it speaks to people's souls. I think it, it it's a window into people's souls. That's actually a quote. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, James, that's a James Taylor quote, by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, he calls he calls window of music into people's souls, and mm-hmm. and unfortunately, he started as somebody who sang hymns and faith based songs, and then turned into using that music as a window into people's souls to sort of give them a different kind of truth. So it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting when you when you think about that platform, like. You can sort of use it for whatever you you want to use it for, um, but that but that Bono quote I think sums it up. You know that's that's the difference between sort of that sort of business of music yes. versus the mm-hmm. art of music. And totally, I and agree. I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of the art of music, not the business of music. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's why you guys align so well with uh, with kind of my heart. So keep it up. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're we're so thankful for all that you do, and and thanks for including us. It helps us to do what we do better. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. And uh, yeah, in closing, I'd like to pray for you and your your new son, just to encourage you on your on your way awesome. out. Thank um, you. And then uh, we'll talk again. Okay. Well, Lord, thank you uh, for this time with Dawn and for her her new precious little baby boy, and just pray for um, your hand of protection on them and, and to give Dawn and her son the sleep that they both need um, mm-hmm. to to be sober minded and to also be um, you know able to do everything you have planned for them. And uh, just pray, Lord, for um, uh, Dawn and the band and their music ministry. Uh, that you anoint uh, what they're doing, that your hand is on them, uh, that this tour they're getting ready to go out on um, is all for your glory, and and that um, they they um, literally uh, are showing the words of these songs in their in their actions and in their thoughts and in their um, their, their conversations with each other and with people, um, because as we know, um, you can actually show the gospel sometimes in what you don't say. Uh, even even as much as in what you say. And uh, Lord, just pray as people encounter this music that um, they are encouraged, um, they are energized, they are empowered uh, by your Holy Spirit and um, that your Holy Spirit is what leads people to you. We know that. Um, and just allow uh, you and your power to flow through uh, Dawn and, and their music ministry and uh, for them to feel your presence. Uh, and to feel your your comfort, uh, please send your comforter uh, to be there with them. And just pray that um, as uh, people you know hear this music and as they read um, these devotionals that I shared, Lord, that we all remember that we must uh, decrease and you must increase, and that um, people encounter you through this uh, discussion. And thank you for this encounter we got to have with you ourselves. And uh, we know where two or more are gathered in the room. Uh, you're here too. And thank you for that, Lord, and we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Thank awesome. you so much. Yeah, thank you, Don. Well, <laughs> great to speak with you as always, and uh, God bless you. Good to talk to you, Kevin. What's that? All right, have a great day. Thank you. Take care. All right. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Right, take care. Bye-bye.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.